So, uh, you know, some really famous people have recorded in Who's this, recorded down in here? Studio. I'm glad you asked me that. Who did, <laughs> who's recorded down here? Because Travis have recorded here. Travis? Travis uh, Madness. No Madness. Travis, well, I saw Travis were the support acts on the very first gig that I went to. Is that right? Oh. Travis and Embrace were supporting Ooh. the Long Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> What well, dead? Yes. Are they? Whatever happened oh, to the Long Pigs? <laughs> they did a second album, and I, I daren't listen to it. They got her. Oh. I hear it's all right, but I don't want to hear it. Uh, Suggs, <laughs> Suggs may have stood on that very spot when Madness were here uh, recording. Whoa. And uh, some personal favourites of mine: Bare Naked Ladies have performed. Bare Naked Ladies. Bare Naked. Bare Naked Ladies. This is Monkey Fingers at the Crypt. This is Monkey Fingers at the Crypt. I'm Brian Luff, and I'm here with the extremely well-informed Mr. James Shakejart. Good day. And the lovely Georgina Sowerby. Hello, everybody. And our guests today are comedian Ben Clover. Hi. And singer-songwriter Matthew Neal, who you will be uh, hearing from uh, very soon. And in the box, uh, pressing the buttons, is Adam Stokes. Hello. Yes, he's yeah. Hi, Adam. We'll, we'll let you out. Guys. We'll let you out a bit later, uh, Adam. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Let's Wait. kick it all off with uh, things you wouldn't tell your mother. Things you wouldn't tell your mother. <laughs> so, uh, things you wouldn't tell your mother. We have asked Ben to uh, bring along. Uh, an anecdote to get us rolling. Do it's an ice have... breaker, or in some cases, an ice maker. I yes. see. Do oh, you have a... something to share with Chilling. us along no. those yes. lines? Does it have to be an anecdote that I brought along that happened to me, or can it be one from Greek mythology? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I haven't chatted to him about that, that yeah. guy. Because it was oh. Sisyphus, right? Uh, I tell you what, have you ever fought a minosaur? No fun. <laughs> no, um, I was at sea. <laughs> no, um, things, things I wouldn't tell my mum. I don't mean, uh, it'd be like, well, it turns out seances work. Kind of, by the way, when are we going to do this? This is a seance podcast. Right? <laughs> when are we going to contact the dead? That's why I came here. No. Um, yeah, and like, I don't know. You didn't tell me, Mum, how to work the microwave. Uh, that's, that's something. Did she know, though? I don't know if she knew that she didn't teach me how to use the microwave, but it came back to haunt the whole rest of the family. <laughs> well, me and my sister. Because mm-hmm. one day there was like a, there was a donut bit stale in the bread bin and I was like let's eat this donut Ben let's let's get right into it uh but it was a bit hard so I thought what I'll do is I'll bang that in the microwave warm it up a little bit make it nice and soft mm. put it in the microwave give it a minute you know oh. take it out of the microwave still a bit hard give it another minute um <laughs> what, was this a jam donut or jam a donut. Donut. A jam donut. Oh, it wasn't a wing donut. Oh, no, no, no. oh you should have explained that. It warms from the inside out. And oh. if you, so much more jeopardy If, you've, if you've yeah. asked it to warm just the empty void at the centre of a ring donut, yeah. then you've created some kind of singularity which will destroy <laughs> everything. So it could, have been, it could have been a lot worse. But here's, here's where I have to give a point of local detail. Uh, in the living room, my younger sister, two years younger than me, she just started being kind of uh, doing things that she felt kind of girls of her age 
you know, about nine, she'd do, like being into clothes and stuff. And she had a, a really fancy green paper bag from the high street chain, Racing Green. Oh. Empty bag, but really, she was very proud of it. She put it in the disused fireplace in the living room, kind of pride of place. Lovely paper bag. Anyway, so that's there. You need to almost know feel there. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> yeah. painting such a beautiful oh, no. picture. I like to think of it as a word picture. Yeah. Um, but then I don't know what that would look like. Oh, but anyway, like some words. Words. Words in a frame. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's not get distracted by metaphors about metaphors. The point <laughs> is, there's real danger to a young man's face. That's uh, about to take. So I've I've nuked the microwave, uh, the donut in the microwave for two solid minutes. Still not soft enough for this idiot's face, right? So I give it another thirty seconds. Ooh, it's nice and warm. It's nice and soft. It's going to turn into glass. It's it's this is so. <laughs> is that how they make glass? I take a big bite of it. Oh, I'm not. I don't Just like where this is going. Yeah, yeah go take on. a big bite of it, and the jam explodes over my oh, face. Boiling hot yeah. jam. <sighs> Like, it was suddenly like the origin story of like a Batman villain of like... <laughs> jam it. How did Jam Face Boy get to be so twisted? Uh, uh, I was like, ah, 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 ah. It was like, uh, it was like a middle-class Lushum version of that poor girl in Vietnam with the... Yeah. With the napalm. I was yeah. wearing clothes, but it didn't. But it's largely the same. Uh, and I kind of... <laughs> iconic. So my, my, yes. <laughs> it's an iconic yeah. image for the ages. And also, it, and it really brought home to the American public... You put a human face on, on jam. human mission. Yeah. <laughs> They shouldn't, they should, to be honest, they did stop using jam as a weapon. Shortly <laughs> around there. after that. The Dalai Lama condemned it. Yeah. Kind of, and there's Mustard. also there's protests. Yeah. Still going. Yeah. Geneva Convention is yeah, completely out were, now. You're were, not allowed yeah. to. Marmalades, though, that's how they get yeah. around it, yeah. is marmalades. Well, Britain's one of the biggest exporters of marmalade. Hey, I, yeah. I know, I, I'm torpedoing your story, but I found out yeah. the difference between marmalade and jam. I was, I was at a marmaladery. And no, they, no, they no, 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 no. Come back, come What's a marmaladery? Well, it's just that they made some marmalade, they were pouring it into jars. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think that's the right I word. It was I don't be. think it's the right word. Where, where was no. this in case we, we, yeah. we want to go there? It was in um, Cornwall, uh, at a cider farm. <laughs> It's a side oh, It was next to where they make the scones. <laughs> yeah. it was protected by seagulls. And they were pouring marmalade into things, and I out loud said to uh, my uh, gentleman accomplice, what is the difference between marmalade and jams? Yeah. And the um, hair-netted man in the white jacket was pouring it went, well, marmalade's uh, citric. And oh. I was like, Did any of the people there have, like, third-degree burns on their faces? <laughs> No. <laughs> I was in my office. <laughs> I, uh, I, I left the shop floor long ago. I'm needed so in marketing. Just briefly spooling back. Wait a minute. I, wanted, the, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we've got some elements of the yeah, story. Because it's very upsetting and... what you've told me. Yes, so yeah. far. Did you have to it go is, to a hospital? Closure, closure is coming. Yeah, right? yeah, so, please. So where we are in the scene is uh, uh, a young boy's face and hands are covered in schooling jam. Yes. He's in the kitchen. I'm not, I don't know why I put it in the second person, but I... I yeah. Could have run to the sink and washed it off. That mm. would have been a logical thing to do. For yeah. some reason, I didn't do no. that. For some no. reason, I rang next door into the living room. Oh. My hands covered in scalding jam. And I didn't know what to do with this jam. 
I didn't know, I just wanted it off my hands. I could have wiped it on the sofa, I didn't do that. I could have wiped it on the dog, <gasps> she wouldn't have minded. Kind of like, instead, for some reason, I wiped it on the inside of my sister's pristine no. paper racing green bag. shattering a girl's dreams. Well, she wasn't in at the time. Oh, I mean, okay. I went away, I went away, had her lie down and recuperate, forgot all about it. And then yeah. later on, because she was never skit, like, she was never, like, shy to accuse me of things. No. Classic young sister style. She was That's never... the sibling way. Exactly. She never wasn't shy to throw accusations around, but yeah. clearly the weirdness of situation had got to her so much that she didn't feel confident in her accusation. She was yeah. like, Ben, have you? <laughs> <laughs> have you white jam on the inside of my racing green bag? Uh, and I could have been the bigger man about it. Yeah, I could have yeah. gone, yeah, it was, uh, actually, you'll enjoy this story. I suffered and didn't know what happened. Instead, yeah. I was like, what the hell? What are you talking about? You're crazy. Yeah. You're always accusing me of things. Anyway, I told her like eight years later. Oh. So that, well, and Jamad's first... Real crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you almost created a super... Did you create the superhero bag lady? That's on the other take. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's a callback to a joke no one will understand. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty ma- that's the other podcast James does, where he does callbacks to reference. No, it's sort of... I mean, in a way, the first casualty of war is truth. So, oh. <laughs> so uh, I mean, although technically it was me. Uh, and then the second one was truth. Well, and then the second one was the bag. So it goes me, bag, truth, her, me again. But did you <laughs> suffer any consequences? No. no. There were no consequences no for you permanent at scarring. all. You weren't injured, nothing. No. I was afeared of the microwave for quite some time, yeah. though. Because you deserved to be injured, really, I suppose. Uh, so I think that's a bit harsh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of ig- ignorance is punishable by sugar scalding. Because I was wondering when you were first talking about it and I had pictured the donut with a hole, the polo-shaped donut, mm. I thought if that had been in a microwave for longer than five minutes, you probably would have invented the first ever cock ring. The first... Wow. Yeah, Am that's... I allowed to swear? Georgina's been working on that <laughs> for, <laughs> for the last at least ten minutes, I reckon. So I'm now picturing if I microwave both, <laughs> and I've injured myself of scalding jam on one, but I'm like, I but I'm so, I can't yeah. not invent the cock ring as well. <laughs> and then you really have become Well, it would have been villain. a claim to fame. And what, and what are you wiping in your sister's bag then? That's Yeah. Mm, or you just leave, she just come, Ben, have you left a tiny dough, <laughs> strawberries and cream cum cock ring <laughs> in my... <laughs> I don't think she still has the bag. Oh. I think it was thrown away forthwith. Oh, so, um, methinks me we've hammered the jam thing yeah. into the ground. Jam <laughs> Heavily <laughs> enough. Um, so, Georgina, um, thank you for sharing that thank uh, you, ben. disturbing no, I, I tell uh, yeah. story with us. I mean. yeah. uh, time for Georgina's enjoyable world of knowledge. Georgina, what have you got for us today? In 1993... San Francisco, and there is a referendum to decide if a policeman named Bob Geary can patrol while carrying a ventriloquist dummy called Brendan O'Smarty. Is it, did you dream oh. this, or is this nope. an actual thing? This is an actual fact. This is this is enjoyable knowledge. This is all my <laughs> enjoyable knowledge will be something you can use at a dinner party, and people will stare at you, dumbfounded. And just going, how did you know that? This is one, just one policeman. This is one policeman. There was a petition, there was a referendum, and people voted on it, and it was decided that yes, Bob Geary could carry round his ventriloquist dummy 
And it was called Brendan O'Smarty. Would you have Everyone. voted in that referendum, James? Everyone involved in that sounds like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Including, and especially, the dummy. Yeah. You can't blame the dummy. The dummy's Brendan O'Smarty. Brendan O'Smarty, the ventriloquist dummy. Like knob. <laughs> I bet. Was uh, he? Was he just? Was he a civilian or was he officer? No, no he was, yeah, an was officer. He, he was a policeman. So he had the, so he had the power I'm, of arrest. Yeah, yeah with so we, and his ventriloquist dummy. So and they were like a good cop, bad cop team. Maybe, maybe, maybe that was that's it. how they did bad their cop, work. Even yeah. worse cop. <laughs> <laughs> Both racist. Yeah. Brendan, stop saying that. I swear to God, damn thing I want. Well, he did choose Trying a sort of so. smarty name, so yeah, maybe he was the Irish cop. Brendan was the bad guy. You could I'm, just I'm tell. still fascinated by the idea of a referendum. Yeah, they held a referendum. San Francisco, 1993. There were heady days. Because that's heady after, days. That's after the high Ashbury sort of peak of San Francisco, when it's like, <laughs> "You crazy freaks! <laughs> yeah. What do you do next?" That sort of as it becomes a slightly heroin-ridden, depressing also, part of North I California. Have, I have yeah. to ask: Was the uh, the policeman in question a vent? In other words, did he do the voice yeah. as well? Well, otherwise, presumably, he wouldn't have wanted no, it. No, not necessarily. Just because wants to carry a lot one. of pu- puppet acts, you know, didn't used to be able to do the vent thing. There oh, was right, one I on the radio. He just had a doll. No, no, no. And it happened <laughs> to be a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> <That's not laughs> it doesn't. Uh, it's just got a doll. Just have a doll. <laughs> yes, Officer Teddy <laughs> can go out. That's just a homunculus, isn't it? But also, I love how he kind of. If if the, the the dummy is being good cop and saying to the suspect, kind of like, look, I'm under a lot of pressure here. <laughs> like my partner, he's like the the assistant commissioner's breathing down his neck, the DA's breathing down his neck. My partner, he's got, he's literally got his hand up my ass. <laughs> or if it's the other way around, and the and the the vent is the is the good cop, and he's like, look. If he gets, if you tell me the things, because this guy, I can't control him. <laughs> to, to be honest, you can. You literally can. And of course, the, and the dummy. <laughs> and his head's rotating. I assume they can. Yeah. Yeah. The dummy would always be just a couple of days away from retiring. <laughs> and would drink too much. That's the other thing. And I can also imagine there'd be a unit, you know, like there's a dog unit, a van. Yeah. There's, there's uh, actually vans driving around the town that are called uh, ventriloquist dummy unit. Um, and it's just dummies. Yeah. Yes, inside. And, the ba- and it's a radio control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The doors yeah. open and the dummies come out. Yeah. You just fall out. It would be just terrifying. Tip out onto the ground. It's a new Marvel universe. There. All the dummies. <laughs> <laughs> you have Lord Charles, but you also have um, what's the one? <laughs> <laughs> Emu leaves them, obviously, like the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord Charles. And, uh, With Sooty driving the van. <laughs> <laughs> They're accused of terrible crimes in, in Vietnam. Yeah. Kind of, Which they did but not commit. <laughs> Orville. Yeah. He never gets on the plane. Yeah, because uh, yes. of bird flu. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Georgina, what else have you got for us in your uh, enjoyable world of knowledge? I love this. I love the idea of this, and it's such a great name. Um, do you know that icebergs melting make a particular fizzing noise as they melt, and the name for that noise is Bergie Seltzer? Wow. I know. Bergie Seltzer. Isn't that a great name for a donkey? And scientists came up with that. No, yeah, did they? they or yeah. did they have a competition? <laughs> <laughs> a referendum. Melting milk face. 
we're wrecking the planet. I just love. Okay, I wondered if we could all say it together and just say Bergy Seltzer oh, together. Because it's, a nice word. Together. it's nice, just yeah. such a lovely thing to Berg- say. So one, two, three. Bergy Seltzer. That's, that's a nice word. I know it is. Yeah. And also, uh, last but not least, the world's deepest phone box is in Susami in Japan, and then it's ten meters underwater. Everybody. Wow. <laughs> Who's it for? Like a scuba only the diver. Japanese. I know. Only scuba the Japanese. Who's running late? Who's like, like, yeah, it's only well, the I can't, sha- get, I can't get reception down here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to use a landline. Yeah. And then you go, I'll ring my wife, let her know I'll be late home. <laughs> and she won't be able to hear. She'll just hear a load of bubbles going, bubble, bubble, bubble. And she'll go, it's. I just picture yeah. all deep sea divers like Jacques Clouseau or whatever. Jack Clouseau? No, oh, that's, that's like... <laughs> he was that one that drowned. <laughs> he drowned. It was a tragic event. <laughs> the pink panther diver. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, do you want me to carry on you with can have one enjoyable more, George, I want to know if that deep, yeah. t- that deep foam box still smells of piss. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, but fish piss. Um, why do we shake hands? Does anyone know why we... I only learnt this today and I'm oh, completely thrilled by why we shake hands. I've got hands. a feeling we're not going to like it when no, we're here. No, you are going to like it. We shake hands because it comes from making sure a person that you are greeting isn't armed. So back in the day... They have to be armed. Went, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just but a nod. <laughs> now, apparently, back when we all carried daggers and guns and knives, not that we don't now, but you know what I mean, back in 17th century, in order to make sure the person you were meeting wasn't armed, you took them by the hand to check there was nothing in their hand, and then you shook it to make sure nothing came down the sleeve. Yeah, and then they right. headbutted you. And, the yeah. <laughs> and you never met... You, you yeah, exactly. only met people in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we shake with our right hand, because most people are right-handed, and you knew that that's where they would be carrying the weapon if they had one concealed. Popular okay. stinky left-handers. <laughs> I know. So, I know. Where, so where does the fist pump come from? Well, then? that's the thing with hip-hop handshakes. That's why they're so elaborate, because they... Yeah. Are oh, more likely to be armed. So yeah, you need to everywhere. Really you need to get them, you need to get them really moving, just, just in case. Yeah, the weapon technology has moved on and weapon concealment technology has moved on <laughs> <quite> some <laughs> way. So and the fist do. bump is to check that you're not wearing a knuckle duster. <laughs> yeah. Or you don't have a little snake. <laughs> Small snake. <laughs> Whips out. Because yeah. yeah. that thing about, um, about handshakes, like some guys will be like, oh, yes. I'm going to dominate you with a handshake. Yeah. Kind of like, and they go like, oh, I'm like, apparently Trump does that. Like, yeah, you're going to mm. crush your hand a little bit. Because I always wondered if, like, because like, there we go, these guys are dicks, obviously. But yeah. I wonder if, like, Eskimo dicks do the same thing with the nose. <laughs> thing, where they're like, oh, yeah. it's like, ow, oh, you yeah. bastard. That, ow, oh, you broke my nose. Ow. <laughs> What's this sort of equivalent of the double handshake with the nose thing? Is that just giving them a little lick on the chin? It's like, nose, 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 one ear. <laughs> Both ears if you're French Eskimo. They must have it. Time for Desert Island Don'ts. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, next. I was expecting that. There's another 40 minutes. Of that. I was expecting more. Okay, so this is, the oppo- this is the opposite of Desert Island Discs, right? This is what we're going to ask you is what's the worst thing you would, could possibly imagine on a desert island? What is the last thing that you would want there? Not the, not, not the thing you would ideally want, but you see, it's in reverse, you see. That's yes, the, I That's yes. the premise of the premise The premise is something of, you wouldn't take to That's the premise of the island. item, it's in reverse. So who would like to kick us off with, uh, with that, Ben? When you said in reverse, I thought you just had to pick something you would take 
on a desert island, but just say it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so you got for you went for a palindrome. Oh yeah, I I'll accept that. I had ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> not not the music, just the four of them. Yeah. I think kind of observing their their sexual dynamic. Yeah. Uh, would be really interesting. Ooh. ABBA be... now or ABBA back in the seventies? Oh then? no. Uh, well, chillingly, uh, yeah. one from each decade. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, so, so one would be in like the first throes of love, and yeah. the other one would probably but, be in the midst of. But he's sort of like Benjamin Button, but time is still going linearly, yeah. and yeah. one of them will die thirty years before the other three. Oh. Um, probably, <laughs> barring <laughs> mishaps. How are the last people I would take to a desert island? I've seen enough of Abba today. For some reason, I've seen Abba today. So, what's the last thing you'd take, Georgina? Um, uh, what? The last thing I'm going to take to a desert island is my Denso vacuum cleaning shoes. They are a thing. Your Denso vacuum cleaning shoes? Yes, in Japan uh, there's a pair of shoes that actually in the sole, and it's quite a big sole because I like the shoes because they give me some height, but unfortunately uh, I'm thinking that... that the sand would kind of block them up. They're invented. Mm. They're in Japan. In Japan, you can wear them, and as you wear them around the house, they actually do the cleaning. So they actually, they, they use the energy of your movement to suck up dirt from the floor. But that would be a useful thing to have on a desert. No, island, no, surely. no, because it's just going to get clogged with sand and bits of leaves and palm but would, leaves. Do you get taller just... as it sucks more stuff? Well, they... <laughs> yes, you end up as like oh. a vast. They were invented for the. In Japan, they have a six. Sixth Spice Girl, which was Tidy Spice. <laughs> <laughs> that seems... I don't want to generalise, but that seems... It works. It fits. It's a demograph, isn't it? No, I've decided I'm not taking them because they're just going to get full up with sand. I'm going to have to empty them too often so they're not going with if, me. If I had a little encampment on a desert island, I would want to keep it tidy, personally. Yes. I wouldn't see that I should let my standards drop mm. just because I was marooned on an island, so I would want to take it with me personally. Okay. But, but I, you're, yeah, not, not, not but wishing you're the only to pull you out on it, Georgina. <laughs> but if you're the only person on the island, why do you need... You don't need to have an encampment. The whole thing's your encampment. No, my pride. I would want... Oh, you, you know, want to... Yeah, I would. Because I've got to look at it. <laughs> even if I don't have any guests. But why... I think the, what Ben's saying, why have you put a fence up? The whole thing's yours. Yeah. That's true. You've made an encampment and you, you basically, don't need You've to. made a shed in your garden. I mean, I know that's what people do. Yeah. <laughs> but you ba imagine you've just lived in your garden. Imagine you're Genghis Khan and you don't live Did in Did he just live in the garden? <laughs> well, he, was a no he never was indoors. Is that what the um, garden name is based on? <laughs> yeah, that's why. Because um, his genetic material is everywhere. Even in the garden gnomes. In the garden gnomes, yeah. <laughs> they could not resist those horse archers. <laughs> And he loved fishing. <laughs> <laughs> James, what's the uh, what's the last thing you would want to take? I'd be all right without cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't. Couldn't you're, survive. You're chucking out dairy. No, no, just cheese. Just cheese. Okay. It's, it's just never. I do get like cheap. cheese. I don't dislike cheese. I just I wouldn't miss it that much, and it'd probably go off. It's a bit hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit warm. Yeah, yeah. 
desert Ooh. cheese. Oh. Desert <laughs> island cheese. What a harbour like a manchego. I was, I was in um, the, the <clears throat> some desert. Where was it? The one in um, Tunisia, right? And I was trying to make small talk with the camel guy. We're all on camels. <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, we're on a, uh, we're a very uh, relatable story. We're, we're, yeah. we're, on a, we're on a camel trip. And he, he was in a really bad mood because it got us all lost. Uh, <laughs> he's your guy. In some dunes, yeah. He was he was bad at his job. Those uh, dunes. And I was trying to make small talk with him. And I was like, so do you, is there camel milk? And he was like, yeah, there's camel milk. Uh, and I'm like, oh, so do, do, you, do, you, do you get camel cheese? And he turned to me all serious and he was like, there is no cheese in the desert. And I was like... Yeah. Go after yeah. my own heart. And my girlfriend yes. was like, leave it, leave don't it. Yeah. Mess, like, don't okay. mess with those it's not worth it. Leave camel guys. <laughs> So I want that camel cheese and you will give it to me. It's like a line from Conair, isn't it? When they crash down, there's no cheese in the desert. So the last thing I would want on a desert island, uh, in fact, the last thing I would want anywhere, to be honest, is the England football team supporters band. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Uh, that, yeah. that, that noise, that disgusting yeah. noise yeah. that they make. I mean, why can't they just outlaw them? Why can't they stop them getting into these have. stadiums? I think Get they've it. got rid of them. They have got rid of them. They were the Sheffield Wednesday band originally, were weren't they? Were they? Because I'm sure I heard them on the women's, in the women's Oh, world. maybe, well, they, I think I they've know. been kicked out of the men's. <laughs> and is that right? They've, so they've migrated. The oh, hold on. Well, why do the women have that? So, yeah, that's really sexist. Well, we, that's, don't want the, we don't want the well, band either. But guys... <laughs> 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 It depresses you just listening so, to that bit. Might oh, they not man. be, if they're from Sheffield, might, not, might they not be a former colliery band yes. who are all dying of mesophilioma and this is their last way they get to feel good about themselves? <laughs> it's travelling around supporting England. People are like, yeah. They're just doing it because they think inevitably someone will make a film out of them. Yeah, oh, sort of a follow-up yeah. to Brassed Off. Yeah. Yes. Um, fucked off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, they've got no breath left, so puffed out. (laughs) (laughs) So while we're on the subject of music then, I think this is a very opportune moment to uh, introduce Mr Matthew Neal. Hello, good evening, how are you? We're very well. What have you got for us, Matthew? Um, uh, A song called... Oh, I changed the name just earlier, didn't I? What was it called, I say? Two Caged Tigers. Two Caged Tigers. What, have you literally just written it now? No, no, not no, at no, all. No, no, no. Uh, I've decided this evening that the name was not sufficiently evocative. Oh, OK. Well, this is one of the classic songs that my wife always... My wife always thinks that every song is about her. Women do, it's the way we work, darling. It's not about you, darling. It's about a relationship that's run its course. Oh. And, you know, all this stuff. But she will inevitably come up to me and go, it's over, isn't it? <laughs> I've got a seven-year-old daughter and it's over. Who is she? <laughs> So, yeah, it's, uh, it's not about my lovely wife. We started up in early June Two caged tigers in the same room Trying to dig a little closet Trying to iron out the flaws in Six months and we were nearly there I learnt your routine for your body hair You learnt I'm grumpy in the morning and then I need a little warning The house you know it always wins But in the meantime at least we're all having fun And honey please deliver me my entry fee Are you the one I bop, 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 I always hope that you are bop, bop, bop. Baby tell me am I bop, 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 bop. Oh baby how can you be so sure That you're the one I bop, bop, bop. I always hope that you are 
baby, neither am I Baby, we never were By Halloween we've fallen out I was a stupid, drunken, boorish lout You had to scold me like a baby Seems like we drive each other crazy By Christmas it was kind of peace Joint family cards upon the mantelpiece Holding hands and watching TV Feeling guilty and uneasy The house you know it always wins And in the meantime at least we're not on our own And honey please deliver me my eulogy Are you the one I bop 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 I was hoping you were bop 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 Baby tell me I bop 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 Baby how can you be so sure That you're the one I bop Always hope that you are Cause maybe neither am I Baby we never You know it always wins In the meantime At least we're not on our own Oh honey please deliver me My eulogy You're not the one I bop, 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 bop. I always hoped that you were bop, 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 bop. Baby neither I bop, bop, bop. Oh, Baby we never Oh no you're not the one I bop, 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 bop. I always hope that you are Cause baby neither am I My wife is delighted by that sort of thing. <laughs> so, Matthew, is that on, uh, on an album or...? Uh, no, it's new and I haven't got around to putting new acoustic stuff. OK, and yeah. have you got an, you got, have got an album out though, haven't you? I have an album out that was recorded in this very room. Was it? Our very very friend Ricky there, very friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, playing bass and, yeah, called New Maps of Hell. And you can't buy it. I've got all the copies under my bed. <laughs> Try and buy it online. You can buy it on Bandcamp and then they tell me and I post it to you. Was that right. was that Kingsley Amos's like roundup of science exactly. fiction yes. stories from the, America? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ah, cool. As my guitarist, it was it was basically we started saving all the files for the album to a, a folder called Maps, and because he's quite literary and it then led to me, he started calling it New Maps of Hell. And I was uh, like, great, we don't have to think of an album name. So uh, Matthew will be back with another song uh, to play oh, yeah. us out at the end of the show. Uh, in the meantime, time for Trump news. I saw him crouching in the corridor and he said he was doing a poo. <laughs> when later asked if he had done a poo, he flatly denied it. <laughs> Shortly afterwards, his nappy was examined and he had indeed done a poo. <laughs> Eyewitness described it as very smelly despite its size. <laughs> uh, 
Nobody really knows what to make of that, do they? <laughs> well, I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure what the format was. I, like it is. Uh, I respect it. I, I admire and respect it. <laughs> I reckon he's like, he wants to go to... He's try, you know when he tried to... He said the other day on the Twitter about... Uh, I don't know why Kim Jong-un's so nasty to me. I only want to be his friend. I reckon he's going to need somewhere to flee to real soon. <laughs> and North Korea is like your only option. That's oh, my wow. theory. And if you guys put this online, yeah. they'll kill us. <laughs> so, books we haven't read this week. Uh, Georgina, what book have you not read this week? Uh, this week I have not read... Combined Harvesters Part 2, 1985 to 2009. Oh, is that why you asked me this afternoon, will people know what a combined harvester is? Yes, I wasn't sure if it was a, you know, girl from countryside. I wasn't sure if general out there city people would know what a combined harvester is. thanks to the Wurzels, everyone knows what a combined harvester is. Sorry, are they... combined. Yeah, whoa. It's like a mixture of harvesters. Are they actually... (laughs) Actually, technically known as combined harvesters. No, combine harvesters. Oh, Did God. I say combined? I God, oh, I thought it shame was, on me. Because what I pictured was a, I pictured either <laughs> one harvester restaurant, yeah, combined with another harvester like it, restaurant. It went into a teleporter, yeah. and little same, did it know. Am I in the same harvester? A tractor had got into the other one. No, I've wandered into the other harvester. <laughs> and then when they came out, and it was slowly. Yeah. No, yeah. man, this is my this harvest. is a book that I intend to read, but I haven't read. I've read part one, but I've yet to of get course, to part two. Who hasn't? Because by the mid 1980s, obviously, combine harvesters were well developed and t- making full use of technology. So I've read the part where they haven't really got technology, and I'm trying to catch up now with the part where they're now computerized and they more or less do things on their own. They were advanced enough in the 50s to run over my granddad's dog. Oh! I say they, only one of them. Only one of them. Not multiple. It wasn't like, oh no, the, no. the combine harvester parade. No, <laughs> Fluffy. No. Combined <laughs> harvesters have done it. You um, see, this what one. What do you mean they're advanced enough? They, is your, was your granddad's dog a wrong one? No, it's just me. <laughs> Did, did, it, did it know vigilante combine harvester? Is that like the original it's drone beetle. strike? <laughs> this dog is a dickhead. <laughs> so I just got run over. So Georgina, how, I was going to ask you, Georgina, how, how long you spent uh, this week not reading that book? Well, I spent quite a long time. I always intended to, but I've got another good book in the toilet, so and it will be a toilet book, obviously. But it's got 23 models, including the Case IHI 680 and the Massey Ferguson 7278. Is, is it a signed uh, both copy? Of, that both of got, which I like. Have you actually got the book? But I've got the book, I just haven't read it yet. Okay. It's a shame. Oh. James, what have you not read this week? I still have not got through... Or started loving the time of cholera. Oh. I don't want to. No, oh, it's no, really I good. Is it? <laughs> yeah. That's, I am not even judging the book on its cover. Yeah. I am judging the book on its title, which I yeah. think is a better way than cover. And I do yeah. not want to read that book. Well, the title will be on the cover, won't it? Yeah, mm. that's so true. You are a bit. Oh, so it's great. It's like as a man dies chasing a parrot of cholera. No. <laughs> Well, that's all right. Of falling. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he also, I don't know, I don't think he had cholera. Why was he chasing the parrot? Was it slagging him off? Um, it, it was, yeah, it was. In, in this case, he needs to find a yeah. person that Which used depends. to own that parrot, because the parrots, they just repeat. He's a busy doctor, right? And it's got a spectacular lie oh, at the end. 
Have you read it? I've just started. I've started it. Spoiler alert! Oh no! I think the mate of his died at the start. The parrot dies. I think. Is he investigating a or something? I don't think yeah, it's like a murder mystery, like that but there is a really big lie. I've also not read that really, book this week. It's really <laughs> funny, the lie as well. Matthew, have you read, okay. uh, not read any other books this week, or is that the oh, only one you've not read? Two books I've not read yeah. this week, yeah. Adam, in the box there, have you not read anything this week at all? I literally read all the books all the time. Uh, <laughs> oh, you can get the hell out of this conversation, yeah. boy. You see, Adam hasn't really grasped the format there, has he? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, of the, of the sorry, item. guys. Yeah, but thanks for your input. No, but if you've read oh, all right. the books, then you can't say you haven't read the books. Yeah, and well done Matthew, on being so, a gestalt yeah. entity that can yeah. read all the books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting what, what James said, because the book that I have... Because I'm focusing mainly on not reading the classics yes. at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not reading To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, and more or less for the same reason. Uh, you know, it's so depressing. You know, I mean, it's even set in a depression, mm. which is which is not good <laughs> for a start. And there's a character in it who's named after the Boo Radleys. The, I think the, the Boo Radleys were named after him. Mm. Is that right? I believe oh. so. Is it I the other way around? I thought the Boo Radleys had mastered time travel. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Sice went bald. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I remember the name no, of really, one of the Boo Radleys. Car, two R's. Yeah, Car and Sice. Yeah, everyone assumed Sice sang the songs, but he didn't sing the songs. We had a solo album called Welcome to the Eggman. Oh, that's lovely. Anyway, this Boo Radley guy stabs his father with a pair of scissors. Is is his dad a mockingbird? I've read the synopsis, and there's nowhere uh, why I'm going near that book. Okay. It's just... uh, also, it sounds like the title makes it sound like a to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> well, as in one something, two, kill a mockingbird. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read the first Number one. Number one, great the Gatsby. <laughs> Let's kill the mockingbird. It's, it's the world's worst recipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Moscow meals are shit. Ben, what have you uh, not read this week? Um, the History of PR. It got great oh. write-ups, but I didn't, um, I just haven't read it. No, yeah. the History of PR. Yeah. Wow. Not proportional representation, public relations. Oh. Um, how, did, how did it sell? I, I think, I don't know, I bought it in a charity shop, so yeah, someone must have bought it. Maybe it didn't get enough PR. <laughs> well, this is, it sells itself. It should have sold itself. It should have yeah. sold itself, yeah. just on the title alone. But failed to. I mean, it got a sale from this gringo, but kind of, <laughs> but no one else. Presumably, well, one other guy. I assume it's a guy. They're manipulative. <laughs> so uh, let us know which books you haven't uh, read this week you can contact us studio at monkeyfingers.co.uk or we are at monkeyfingersuk on twitter and on facebook or indeed any other um, contributions you would care to make to this program uh, don't be shy uh, join in the fun uh, coming up next it is uh, georgina's our pandas spanish So, Georgina, what have you got for us on our pandas Spanish tonight? The northern leopard frog uses its eyes to help push down food in its throat. 
I thought everyone would like that. Basically, it, it, can, it can retract its eyes back into its head. So if something oh. gets stuck in its throat, mm. it can use its eyes back down and push it down its throat. See, that its isn't stomach. how I pictured it. I immediately pictured the eyes yeah, coming okay. out. Yeah. <laughs> and going back into yeah, the mouth. Yeah. And so it could also it down see where it was going. Was that oh. what you thought? Oh. Yeah, I thought it was like looking in. Like Yeah, I thought that. Well, I can't explain evolution, can I? But that's what it does. It goes back into its head and pushes down. Do you know when you just get... Sometimes you do get something just stuck there a little bit. And you'd like you? to see yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. yeah. And, also, and you probably, can. probably makes the food a bit more salty, doesn't it? <laughs> from the tears, yeah, you've got some tears. tears. Also, like that phrase, kind of, your eyes are bigger than your stomach. It's like oh. it's like the eyes going, "Look, guys, this yeah. is our fault." Yeah, we'll yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Goes to the stomach, talks directly to the stomach. Um, the this is an invention from the 17th century, and now we'd be we're going to be shocked by it now. But in the 17th century, a German invented the Katzenklavier. Now, anyone who speaks German will know that that means cat piano. I don't think you even need to speak German. To <laughs> I do speak German, and I only got yeah, half no, of it. Yeah, no, right, okay. <laughs> um, this was a row of caged cats attached to a keyboard. They couldn't move, and when you played the keyboard, a, f- a lever went up with a nail on it, landed inside the cat's tail and all the cats were different pictures and the person was able to play this cat piano. Does any footage exist (laughs) (laughs) of this? Or was this before the days of photography? It was, 16th century, 17th century. I think he wouldn't have allowed that to be photographed. Such a shame. (laughs) Like, that would be photographed, but only as evidence. Yeah. Were there any cats and clavier tuners? <laughs> you just go, it's no, a bit he, flat, mate. Yeah, I was imagining Who's done this? as well. He's got a bag full of cats. Well, he no, like I was imagining them. the sort of open audition you would hold for cats in the first place in order to become, because they'd be all excited, weren't they? Thinking, oh, I'm going to appear at the Albert Hall, not knowing they were going to be caged. No, but I spotted a flaw sort of, in this. Is, when yeah. you prod a cat, yeah. it doesn't always make. Uh, no, a meow yeah, at exactly the same pitch, does it? No, he chose cats with different pictures. Yes, but th- that would mean that each cat would have to hit the same pitch every time you prodded it. Oh. And well, if it didn't, then the whole thing would fall apart. Are you it? dissing my cats and clavier? Unless they were all well enough trained that you think, oh, my colleague two down has done this note, yeah. which yes. means I have to do well, a that's different what the, note. Well, that's what the cats and clavier tune is there for. He comes in and he like <laughs> sits down and, with the cat and goes... Listen, mate, you need to nail these notes, pardon the pun. Probably doesn't work in German. Um, you need to get these right, otherwise you're going to be... Removed from the machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll you be out of show business. Yeah. Yeah. This is over for you. It's show business, not show friendship. <laughs> not show petting. There's actually a thing as well called uh, boanthropy, where um, you believe you're a cow and you live life as a cow. It's a thing, people. Is that a sexual thing or or just a lifestyle thing? No, it's a boanthropy. It's where people believe that they are cows. It's a lifestyle choice. Yeah, it is exactly that. I noticed, I did know. I think they're vegans, though. I'm a bit worried, actually, because I sat down the other day and then it started raining. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> those, that's those it. are the first telltale first signs. sign of boanthropy. And yeah. you've got four stomachs. I'll bet there's <laughs> a... Exactly. If you live as a cow, do you have to have stomachs added? Yeah. Is there like a yeah. flourishing oh, tray? Yeah. In external I'll bet there's a subternal stomach. Just carry them around in an Aldi bag. <laughs> 
Because of the mirrors. Yeah. It's, <laughs> the point you made about their contrasting sizes, it's like that's like with me and James, but with moral fibre. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ben likes to pretend that he has a much better moral fibre than he actually has. <laughs> yeah. So, Georgina, do you have any more um, uh, our panda Spanish for us? Yeah. Uh, got, uh, squeeze uh, in one more. So I can squeeze in one squeeze more. Squeeze in one do more. Do you know that they're developing poppycats? Breeding. Hybridisation. Breeding poppycats. Hybrid... No, but they're not a mixture of dogs and cats. They've just found cats that are awfully like dogs... And they're breeding them together to make cats With more like dogs. To make <laughs> and they're called poppy cats. And you can actually buy poppy cats. And they're more like dogs because apparently they follow you from room to room. They're less aggressive and they want more cuddles. Oh. They sound, they sound like a really callous sort of like male lover in that they'll, they'll hump your leg but then like a cat just leave afterwards. Yeah. You see, I, I really hate cats, and I wouldn't know yeah. whether to hate that creature or not. I know, because it's if it a was bit slightly like a dog. Because like, yeah. I, I like dogs. And don't like yeah. cats, so I wouldn't know what my feelings were about that creature at all. That's but, why I thought I'd bring it up. Yeah. You just be nice to cats, and then they'll do that odd smell yes. of fish. I'd, as I was reading the list of things that they said this cat would do that was more like a dog, I thought, mm. well, cats follow you around if they want feeding. Mm. They do come up for petting every now and again. Mm. So it kind of, maybe they've just found a cat that's kind of dog-like rather than developing a dog-like cat. Mm. You're not expected to pick up cat shit, though, and you don't take that out. That's true. That's very true. true. That's, that's, that's true. true. If there's a good feeling in the room about the whole thing, I the, think. The yeah. whole poppy cat <laughs> experience. Like, I think, generally speaking, we're yeah. giving that the thumbs up, aren't we? <laughs> OK. So while we're on the subject of, uh, of creatures, uh, let's have a look at uh, the flies in the jar. How many flies in the jar? How many flies are there in the jar, Georgina? Well, I've tried to count them, and what I've done is I've put nail varnish on the wings, and I think there's about 50, but you can look at the jar, and I just want you to tell me how many flies you think are in this jar. James? Uh, I, there's some sparkly ones that appear to be dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'd say probably, a, yeah, ton. Hundred. Ben? No, a hundred, hundred. Hundred. Flies in the jar. Um, I, I've worn shades indoors, so I can't actually see them. So I'm just going off sound as a sort of fly hubbub with kind of three higher notes. So Flubber. three plus whatever hubbub comprises. I'm saying no. six. Six. Uh, no, there are more than six. Matthew, how many flies in the jar? Oh, I can't see well, take, take a guess. Twenty-five flies. Twenty-five flies in the jar. <laughs> Adam in the box over there. How many flies in the jar? I'd say between two and three. <laughs> <laughs> so two there and you have it. Flies there you go. In the jar. There's guesses for flies in the jar. Thanks, everybody. Flies in the jar, is it? Do we win the jar? No, you don't no, win anything. You don't win anything. You have to deal with the flies. But you can <laughs> maybe have a dead fly with nail varnish on it. If way. anyone out there in podcast land would like to have a stab at it, we are studio at monkeyfingers.co.uk. Email us, heading your email how many flies in the jar or you can tweet us we are at monkeyfingersuk on uh, twitter and on facebook we are almost out of time but james you, you wanted to talk to me about something to do with shops yeah what was the shop thing shit shop names oh shop names <laughs> shit shop names yeah shit shop shit shop names shit shop names shit shop cuz chip shop names i've got a really good chip shop name that we go to called codfather 
the cold I've heard. The cold I have heard that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I many, like that. That's many, not shit though. That's many. a really good only, fish and chip shop. Only now. yesterday we were in Brighton and uh, we saw a calf called Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, which, we which were we this close to Is stopping, the chef weren't we? Called Tiffany. We don't know. We didn't go in there. We ended up going in. Toast on the coast. Toast on, toast on the coast. For, that's for all right, actually. I'll give so, you what's, that. what have you been your I, observations on this? Uh, I, I'll tell you. I'll, you've actually you've touched a, on one of them with that breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, okay. Ones with pointless names in that you don't know these people. Like there's one. There's a <laughs> there's a makeup shop in West Norwood called Sarah Cosmetics. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, it's not just cosmetics. <laughs> it's a common woman's name's cosmetics. Oh, it's Sarah's cosmetics. Yeah. Get me in. What time they open? No. <laughs> Paradoxically, though, you don't get to know the surname. Maybe her surname yeah. is cosmetics. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a funeral director. <laughs> Sarah Cosmetics. Memo- <laughs> yeah. Monumental Mason. Um, uh, I love Monumental Mason as a phrase, by the way. That just sounds like awesome. Like they are corrupt and proud. Yeah. I don't know if the Masons actually Masons. are corrupt, but they're probably very nice. Don't come for me. Um, the exception to that, though, is the Finsbury Park Pax Wig World, and Pax. across the road, Pax yeah. Wig Land, yeah. which is not quite as good. Surely, land is in world. And was it? Is it kind of like we need to do? The Competition and Markets Authority have decided you've cornered the market here. We must start another one. Over the road. <laughs> <laughs> what are you selling? Still wigs. Yeah, 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 same wigs, different side of the road. Mm. I wonder there, if there's a whole little empire in Finsbury Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one part. Was do you reckon, because on either side of the road, do you reckon anyone has ever been in one wig bit and gone, oh, I was after a sort of, uh, like, Patik Bob or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a thing, but kind of, no. I was after Patik. Is Patik a word? It's like no, I don't know. Okay, is this uh, how you speak normally? Yeah. You just say Patik, noises but with hair. Patik Bob is my disco name. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, and then they've said, oh no, the Patik Bobs they're on it over the road. And I'm going, yeah. oh okay, but I'm yeah. in a real hurry. So they've run a road and been killed halfway through. Oh, oh. and then. Then the issue for the people who run the wig shop is, well, they've been killed on their way to get the Patik Bob. Do we bury them with a wig or not? They didn't pay. <laughs> It'd be really awkward to ask their family, kind of like, we're happy to honour their wishes for yeah. the Bob. But they in might the funeral, not. But, like, but that's yeah. 60 quid. But that is yeah. 60 quid. Well, there, apparently there is an, there's an under, under, underground, underground <laughs> railway <laughs> which they used to get for the slaves. Freeing the slaves. Yeah, yeah. freeing the slaves from Pax Wigland. Oh they, they were like, there's freedom in the north side of the road. It's the east west, mate. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I've not looked at it. And another one is cafes, usually cafes, with two in the name. Like there's a Cafe Paradise 2 uh, down uh, near Scotwell. <laughs> and it's what it is, it's obviously they've opened a second shop and they've just put two in. I'm not going to eat in cafe. I'm not going to eat in there until I've eaten in the prequel. Yes. Yeah, sequels are never good. And also, we don't care about the backstory. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like a franchise. And in, actually, if you go into the first one, a character from the second one makes a, a, a guest waiter. cameo <laughs> at the end after the credits after they brought you your bill. You know, yeah. It's like, oh, my God, I've got to see the sequel because yeah. someone from Starbucks comes in and they kind of cross point. If I was going to start a cafe, right, I'd only sell teas and I'd call it the Tannin Salon. Oh, that's oh. nice. Yeah. Because oh. oh, you get a cup of tea yeah. and skin cancer. <laughs> <laughs> But on the basis of what you said, if that's had a two after it, 
I mean, if they if that they use that in the corporate world, that then every time they opened a McDonald's, yeah, it mm. would have a huge number. Yes. Yeah, exactly. On, on it's the stupid. End of it. It's such a limited vision of this person. It's like two. What are we going to call it? Well, we call call it the same thing. We might confuse people. You won't. Yeah, <laughs> it's somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same it's, one. It's in a different location. Yeah, exactly. What is it? Somewhere else. Yeah. What if <laughs> first one burnt down and they're like, "I'll show yeah. you fate." Uh, you've got to, then can you call it that, or do you have to call it the Phoenix Tannin Salon? <laughs> what happened to your Tannin Salon? Oh, it's it's firebombed. It's a long story <laughs> that can be condensed down to exactly what you just said. <laughs> I actually used to use tea bags to tan my legs when I was about ten. During the war. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it was a really cheap way of doing it in order to Did make. Did you it... used to draw yeah. a draw a sword? Oh, <laughs> You needed to chat to them servicemen. Old tea bags out of the teapot and rub them up and down my legs so it looked like but I'd been to the Azores for the weekend. Surely, surely, <laughs> Georgina, you wouldn't have had to do that because the airman would have been giving you uh, <laughs> silk stockings. Wow, because like, I used to smear tea bags. That's when you made history homework. Yes, yeah. and put it in uh, the oven parchment. afterwards. Yeah, you yeah. should have just put your legs yeah. in the oven. Put your legs in the oven, scorch them a bit. <laughs> no, there that's you what go. he does with jam donuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's in my question. OK, well, as there's a bit of uh, callback there, we might as well wrap it up at that point, I think. We've <laughs> we've done our time. We don't want to outstay our welcome, do we, <laughs> with the, the lovely uh, podcasting people? And on uh, that note, uh, I think it's time to say that was Monkey Fingers at the Crypt. Uh, thanks to James and to uh, Georgina and to Ben and to uh, Adam in the box. You're right, Adam, you still with us? I am, oh, I am. I thought you might have do- dozed off <laughs> by now. But, uh, OK, we'll, uh, we'll leave you with Mr Matthew Neal. Berserk, 
I lost my mind Awoke to find A true angel at my table Making me stable Claiming my mind Claiming my time So we put our love in writing On a tree On a tree That was Monkey Fingers at the Crypt, written and presented by James Shakespeare, Georgina Salvi, and yours truly, Brian Luff. Our special guests were Ben Clover and Matthew Neal. Audio engineer was Adam Stokes. Monkey Fingers at the Crypt was produced by Brian Luff and Ricky Barber for Bleach Productions.